Hey, Cortana. Yes, Andrew. What's the best podcast on the internet? Explosion of Happiness. Wow, you really are a shitty program. Would you like to upgrade to Windows 10? <clears throat> now I cleared my throat before I started this time. That way, I don't like have to start over mid-speech like I always do. Nice. I'm getting better at this. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Explosion of Happiness podcast, episode number 51. It is September 21st, 2016. It is time to talk about video games and be happy. I am your host, Ryan. And I am your other host, Andrew. And in this weekly podcast, we talk about video games, as well as we try and push down that urge to end it all as deep as we can and just keep on living. I feel like this is like the 20th time you've used an intro like that. It's the only intro that matters. It's what I do when I can't think of anything. Actually, I had something, but then I forgot. Because <laughs> I'm tired and lame and pathetic, and I have I'm to sure push it, down it, that urge I'm, constantly. I'm sure it was also something to do with killing yourself. It was, actually. If I remember right, it's like, I've realized that in life, it's all about waking up, going to work, suffering, miserable pain, coming home, and then getting to play video games for a little bit, and just being like, life isn't that bad. And then I have to go to bed. And mm-hmm. then I realize, no, life is that bad. So thank you, video games, for being that one shining light. Yeah, thank, thank you, video games, for being a thing that I wish I had time for. But it keeps me going. The thought, <laughs> maybe someday I'll get to just play video games and let the world rush over me again. But no, every the last week for me has been basically come home, lay in bed, intending to lay in bed for like 10 minutes, and then wake up five hours later and then go back to bed for work. <laughs> Fuck life. I did play a game last week, but I won't talk about it until next week until I have a complete opinion of it. Ooh, what's this game one. called? Uh, let's just say it's a game I've owned for a while, and I really is it fucking... Undertale? No, oh, it's something that uh, I think it's time to give it its dues. Cr- Chrono Trigger. We'll leave we'll leave the suspense open till next week. It's a game that I have talked about before, but have never finished, and it's not Star Trek Online. I did actually, <laughs> I did actually try playing that, and then I closed that within like five minutes, saying "fuck this." So that thing happened that happens every year where I stop playing the game, and then a year later I'll pick it back up. I don't know what it is about that game, and I don't know what it is about me that keeps trying to give that game a chance, and I don't know what it is with people who like playing that game. Brain damage. Because I notice a lot of really like elitist people who hate most really popular video games play it, but it's a really shitty game. And it's kind of a theory I'm starting to speculate on, like people who just shit on games like fallout or call of duty then they play games that no one has heard of but they're also equally shit hey man as long as you're cool that's all that matters star trek online is a shitty game it's okay to like shit as long as you recognize that you yourself are shit and that we're all shit and the human species is shit and that earth is shit and the moral of the story is star trek online and everybody who plays it is shit i think the moral of the story is just everybody's shit i did say that that includes video games all video games are shit so i guess we're all on equal playing field here That illusion of things being good was actually a lie this whole time. It's not that we're negative. It's that the concept of positivity isn't actually real. It's an illusion. It's something that dumb people made up to get their life meaning. And only you and I see things the way they are. Welcome to the explosion of happiness. (laughs) Where we're the cutting edge of being edgy. So edgy. I'm cutting myself right now. (laughs) Right on my dick. Ow. Yeah, don't don't Ow. joke about that, man. I'm so edgy. I don't even scream while I'm cutting my urethra open. Ugh. Now I'm pouring salt on it. No. And I'm spraying lemon juice on it. And now I'm gonna get some gasoline. And I can hear your dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's just here. She's really fucking loud. I know. <laughs> it sounds like a a lawnmower failing to start. <laughs> <laughs> she's old leave her alone <laughs> i don't think it'll come over the final recording but i can hear it so clearly right now it's fucking funny <laughs> it's just gonna be i'm gonna be hearing it for the entire recording this is great okay <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry to our fan base that i have to listen to a fucking dog snoring it's probably easier Every- to listen to than our voices <laughs> If we want to take a vacation, we could just make an entire episode of the dog. Just do an <laughs> intro, be like, we're going to be out this week. Andrew's going to be in Vegas, and Brian's going to be in a corner crying for the next week. So, without further ado, here's Ginger. Her name is Ginger, right? Pepper. Pepper. Close enough. Yeah, Ginger, actually, I'm, that was pretty close. I'm yeah. surprised. Pepper. Here's Pepper. Ginger was actually going to be her name if she was a blonde Cocker Spaniel. I must have. So. Where, where did I get Ginger from? I must have known something named Ginger. Gelligan's um, Island? 
Uh, no, I mean like an animal or a pet or something. I don't know. Gilligan's Island, Ginger was a woman, and those are pretty much pets. Yeah, so. for some reason, there's a lot to keep them on leashes, though. <laughs> Man, we're just hitting all the usual high notes that this podcast brings you this week. And right when you started laughing, the dog started snoring even louder. It was like going <laughs> along with the punchline. It was great. Let's talk about our own jokes some more. My life. <laughs> That's the joke. Did you play any games? Probably not. I've just been playing Final Fantasy. I, right. I, I've seen I, you on I've seen you on Steam like a total of like five minutes in the last week. Oh. Yeah, I've played a little bit of uh, Mankind Divided, and every time I play, I'm like, oh man, this is a good game. I should play it more. But then I don't because every time I think about playing, I'm like, oh, that takes too much time. I don't want to play it. <laughs> exactly. It's a great game. It's just it's kind of how I feel about like the Witcher series as well. Like I really fucking want to play the Witcher series. But then I'm like, that's like 40 plus hours per game, three games. I don't want to do all that. Games like Deus Ex always get a lot more addictive to me once I've already forced myself through like the first third. The same with like the Souls games. Yeah, they are. It's like there's that point where you're just like, I got to finish this. Finish it. I got to keep playing. It's so good. Yeah. Once you've gotten into long enough that it's like you've committed and then you feel like, all right, let's attack the rest of it. That's where it gets fun. Yeah. Once you kind of get traction and you start like moving forward. And you feel like you're yeah. making and you know, progress and you know yeah, what's going on. You understand the goals to attain and stuff. Yeah. You're not that's probably it. All the different skills, you're not really sure of which way you should go or what you should spec up, and then once you've just gone through it a bit, then you know. So uh really quick, I want to talk about something we were talking about just a moment ago. Okay. Uh if you search on Bean with safe search off, of course, Gilligan Island Ginger, uh the first page of results is just pictures of her once you get to the second page you start getting really really bad porn edits okay i'm gonna have to look at this now gilligan island ginger the porn like oh my god this is i have i have to send this one the edit is so bad it's like (laughs) oh gosh it's odd that it takes you to the whole second page before you find any of it oh wow she's gotten old Yeah, she has. Holy shit. Everyone gets old. We're all going to get old. We're all going to die. She's aged like a wet paper bag. Oh, wow. Yeah, I see. (laughs) Wait, no, this is like a parody. Oh, God. What the fuck? I can't even even read that. It's a thumbnail. It is like a thumbnail. These are like so fucking bad, though. Here's another one. This is really shitty. Why do people always put text on these things? I, I don't. don't I don't. I don't understand people who like having captions on their porn images. Story sexy, man. That's what your imagination is for. Oh, Skipper, he said his name was James T. Kirk, and he was to take me away in his starship. So I gave him the best blowjob I could. But then he said, "Beam me up, Scotty," and vanished. I, there's <laughs> nothing erotic about that at all. How does that make the thing more erotic? That's. <laughs> you combine that with a really, really bad pose and face edit. Like, yeah, these, not even these, like, the picture edits aren't even sexy. They're just weird. I, I always assume that the people who make these specific kinds of things are just mentally deranged and... They have, like, one super specific fetish, and they're completely untalented. Yeah. But this is, like, the only thing they can get off to, so they have to make it themselves. They try to make it. Well, I mean, at least they're doing something with their time. Yeah. It's better than to just sit around looking at porn, I guess. Just to <laughs> make really shitty porn is one thing. Uh, weren't we trying to talk about something related to video games? Oh, no, you are talking about Bing. And then, no, we, I was, oh. we were talking about Mankind Divided and how, like, it's hard to get into games like that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I really want, like, in that same vein, I really, really want to play Witcher 3. And my friend keeps telling me, just play Witcher 3. Don't worry about 1 and 2. But it's like, I can't. I have to at least try and play Witcher 1 more. Yeah, don't be I can't just, like, skip it. Only casual skip the predecessors. If someone tells you you skip this one, it's shit. At least, like, fully understand its shit before you go into it and then do the best you can. Like, try to build right. up a thick skin and then go into it just so you understand the game. That's what I do. Yeah, like, with the first Witcher, I went into it, I guess, expecting a more action-oriented combat system. The combat in the game is just a test to see what potions you have. The game's really about alchemy. And now okay. I get the feeling if I was to go back and play it with that expectation in mind, I'd like it more. But I really could not penetrate into that game at all at first. It kind of grew on me. I got through the first boss, and I just kind of dropped it and never went back to it. But uh, I remember the first boss in that game is insanely hard, and then apparently it just gets easier from there on. <laughs> I found the best one. <laughs> this Great. one's the best. 
The native girl's pretty hot. This is more of a turn on than when Miss Hell squeezes my breast. Native girl, her nipples are getting really hard. I think I'll oil her tits up with some Mary Ann's coconut butter. That's <laughs> this is wrong. Her body isn't even the same skin tone as her face. I'm starting to feel like we should just nuke this entire podcast and start over. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or I could just edit like the last ten minutes out. I just I, I just edit the last. I, 10 I was minutes. kind of thinking Keep like some of it. I was in. kind of hoping we could mainline this one. I, I I could like cut through really quick, but this has already turned into like the biggest fucking project so far out of <laughs> all of them. Well, okay, okay. So you're still sticking to DSX. I. <laughs> You should just put this up unedited and just be like, this I, is know, what we're really like. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just thinking about that. There's a dog again. <laughs> How about I just title this episode Disaster and just put it up like this? <laughs> it's our 51st, so our big important one was last week. We don't have to try now. <laughs> what do you mean we never try? We're trying extra hard to not try right now. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Nothing happened in video games this week, so we're going to spend the entire episode it is. talking about really bad porn edits and how it, loud my dog snores. Fuck this whole podcast. Can fuck. you hear the other dog now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a shit show. <laughs> Considering that's that's what we should have really named the podcast from the start. <laughs> Shit show. <laughs> this is like even more impressive than usual. <laughs> Look how shitty we are. The icing on the cake is I don't even care how shit it is right now. I really don't give a fuck. I'm telling myself we should get this on track, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> I don't care either. This <laughs> is... I've been getting so little sleep lately. I'm just, like so fucking tired all the goddamn time. Uh. Uh. Gears of War Four will have Swiss Ring Co-op on PC. Thank Ooh. God. Uh, oh wait, will have PC? What about Xbox? I'm assuming yes, but well, yeah. Uh, well, that I would hope be, so. that, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, be, that would be amazing. <laughs> to maintain 60 FPS, we have dropped split screen support on the Xbox. Oh god! Oh god! That's always man. If split screen came to the PC port, but not the Xbox port, I, I probably just light my Xbox on fire. Yeah. Oh shit! I got your back. Wow. Andrew left his headlights on. It seems crazy. Oh, hello. Can you hear me, Andrew? Hi. Hi. Oh no, he's gone. What? <laughs> Oh, that sounded oddly strenuous for him. So anyway, uh, dear listeners, if you have not noticed, this whole podcast is just a fucking flaming disaster. You're welcome to go down with the ship along with us. Bark. Ugh, I'm, I'm back. Just give me a moment. I'm sitting. Oh, I'm sitting down. Putting on my headset. All right, I'm back. My eyes are completely glazed over. <laughs> I can't even read the screen anymore. I might as well just call it. No. Okay, let's, All right, let's here's, here's a hard-hitting news story. Dear Esther is getting a stage play adaptation. What? Yeah. Mind-blowing. Not really. I Which think it, was Dear Esther again? Dear Esther is like the first walking sim that kind of started the trend of walking sims on Steam. Oh, okay. And I kind of thought it was neat in that sense, but then they started making a million of these. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like, yeah, that makes sense, but that also just kind of, to me kind of says this doesn't need to be a game in the first place, does it? Why don't you just fucking... How can you simulate walking with a stage play? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Maybe it'll be uh, something really fucking incredible. I don't know. It's probably just going to be a guy sitting in a chair narrating the whole thing. And probably. Then they tell the audience, close your eyes, use your imagination. That's the play. That's the real Wasn't, play. Yeah, Dear Esther was about the deserted island that's like missed without puzzles, more or less. Yeah, and spoiler alert, I think, I don't know, because I don't know for sure, but I think the game, it like implies that the main character is like in a coma or something. Oh, fun. Yeah, that twist. Psyonix, the uh, developer behind Rocket League, came out and said, 
We don't like toxic players and neither does our community. If someone out there targets you with abusive language, makes threats, or does any of the other bad things we've listed in our EULA or terms of service, then it's a bannable offense. We aren't going to ban someone for using a quit chat sarcastically, but using racist, sexist, or otherwise hateful language is ground for bans. Duh. Probably means they're going to be over-moderating the fuck out of their community pretty soon, because usually you don't have to come out and say these things. It's just kind of a given. But when you have to come out and make a hard stance on it, that usually means you're going to be unfairly picking and choosing who you go after. Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, it's popular on Twitch. That's why it's so, in quotes... First of all, I hate the word toxic. I don't know about you. I fucking hate it. It's such a shitty buzzword, because anyone can use it. You can call anyone or anything you don't like toxic. You can say anything you disagree with is toxic. I don't even understand what, like, the definition of toxic is. It's just, like, the go-to description you give to someone you don't like. Yeah, toxic is an interesting word. I think, in my mind, toxic is something that actively makes the community worse. Bad behavior that breeds other bad behavior. Right. So, yeah, because, like, just calling people, like, you're you're a shitty player, that's not necessarily toxic. But when that sort of contempt causes other people to act that way as well, that's when it becomes toxic. But then I've seen plenty of annoying twats and Counter-Strike just calling bad players toxic and stuff like that. So it's like, that, like, words like that and, uh calling people cancer. cancer it's just like lost it's all it's lost whatever meaning it originally indicated but the thing i don't like about toxic is it's like anything you deem as bad behavior can be called toxic i guess so it's like when a fucking game developer comes out and says we're going to be banning toxic behavior what the fuck do you mean by that but anyway like i said rocket league is huge on twitch so good luck if you start actually enforcing that you're going to lose all of your twitch hype and then your game's going to go away that's kind of the state of things like you can't have your cake and eat it too if douchebaggery is the face of esports that's what you have all created so deal with it yeah, douchebaggery is the. If you don't want a, is the face of the internet. If you don't want an in quote toxic community, don't pander to esports. Can I say how glad I'm going to be to be almost done with Counter Strike pretty soon? Yay! I set out with the goal to achieve the 2016 service medal. I'm like level 31 right now. That's nine more weeks, one level a week. So by the end of November, I'll be done. Uh, hopefully, it's not like a, I have a heroin addiction after that point. I played the game after the point that I'm just bored of it. The only reason I keep playing is if I really cared about the competitive side and wanted to push myself to get as good as possible. But I don't want to be among the other people who like to push themselves to be as good as possible because I can't fucking stand them. Because they're toxic. Toxic, yeah, exactly. The Counter-Strike community is very toxic, is what I'm saying. Uh, I find it very problematic, and I think it needs to be completely reformed to suit my needs. I think everybody that is uh, a bad person, and by bad person I mean they have an opinion different than my own, they need to be banned. Exactly. All they're really doing is just bringing everyone else down. And by everyone, I just mean my own opinions. They need to make it a safe space. Yes. Have you played Rocket League yet? Yeah, I've played it a shit ton for like a week, and then I kind of oh. stopped. Okay, yeah. I played it like two or three times, and I found it to be really fun when I was playing it with a friend. I have no interest to play it solo yeah. at all. I played it solo, and it was a lot of fun. It's just... It's almost like a really good, fun mini game or something. Like, right. I'm not trying to call it a mini game to say, because the game is incredibly deep. Yeah, it's it is. High skill ceiling. I'm not trying to belittle it by calling it a mini game. It's just, I never have the outright desire to play Rocket League, so I never do. But if I were to, I know I'd have fun doing it. It's just a very casual, fun game to play with friends when you feel like it, and then put it down. I can kind of see why people would want to stick with it and get really good at it, since the high skill ceiling, but I've never had that urgency. Yeah, I've seen some uh, YouTube videos of, like, people who stream Rocket League every fucking day of their life, and they can do the most craziest fucking bullshit, and it's just, like, it's very impressive, and then I go and play it, and I'm basically driving like I'm an 80-year-old grandma. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still fun. Good luck, Psyonix, removing the toxicity from your community. Part of me hopes this is just them stating the obvious that, like, hey... We get you people are complaining, but this is already in place and this is all we're going to do. They're just like doing this as a kind of reminder to idiots, you know? I guess. This is um, actually saying, hey, we're going to change things and that might be bad. Because whenever I played Rocket League, I never ran into toxicity. That might have changed over the year, but... I think anything that can be solved with a mute button shouldn't be considered toxic behavior. Anything that's like outside the confines of the game to get to some other player to like, I don't screw with them. I don't know what that would be. 
Like, like actively following them game to game and throwing matches while you're talking shit to them the whole time. Yeah. That would be going too far. But just saying mean things, you're right. There's a mute button. There's something you can do on your own personal level to solve that problem. You could should be able to mute and report them. And then if a ton of people report them, then it's like, okay, yeah, you're getting banned because you do it all the fucking goddamn time. But yeah, if it's just like you say a bad word once and you're banned, like it's fucking Club Penguin. Whatever. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, you want to talk about digital homicide then? Oh, sure. Okay, let's see. Where is it? Uh, here we go. So I'm sure everyone's already heard the story by now, but let's uh, bring it up for fun. Let's bring it up so we can laugh about it ourselves. Mm. Digital Homicide, famous for making shitty games, specifically The Slaughtering Grounds, which is kind of famous because of Jim Sterling's review and then how they went after Jim Sterling and threatened to sue him. Well, they had all of their games pulled from Steam, which is neat because their games are giant pieces of crap. And they are very hostile to people who review their games poorly. Well, after being removed from Steam, they have announced that they're seeking legal representation so that they can sue Valve. They were going to sue like 160 different critics or reviewers for quote-unquote slandering their game. And then when they claimed they were going to do that, Valve shut them down. And then Valve sued them. Wasn't that the case? Or are they suing Valve for shutting them down? They're trying to sue Valve. For what? I don't know. Okay. I would say that this is probably just a publicity stump, but I don't know what the point that would be because since all their games are now gone, you can't buy them. I'm actually thinking this is the kind of case where these people actually are this stupid. I like this line from their thing. Uh, their announcement. We submitted numerous reports and sent multiple emails in regards to in- individuals making personal tax harassment and more on not only us, but on other Steam customers who were actually interested in our products. The lawsuit that was submitted in regards to a handful of Steam users has been labeled by the media and now Doug Lombardi's a Valve representative statement as being hostile to Steam users, which in general is incorrect. Well, threatening uh-huh. to sue them. That's not hostile at all. That's standard business practice. What are you talking about? I'm looking at footage of the slaughtering grounds right now. I've never seen this game before. This looks really bad. The lawsuit recently filed is solely in regards to individuals with where no resolution was able to be obtained from Steam to provide a safe environment for us to conduct business. By removing us for defending ourselves against harassment, Steam is openly stating you cannot defend yourself from examples like these. And then they post some of their shitty reviews they got. Oh, they're suing people for saying stuff. This game is so extremely blank and blanking gay. Oh. Oh, no. Somebody called. This, this is not. Man. This is my problem with, like, the whole, like, digital bullying thing. It's like, turn off your computer and go outside. That's how you stop online bullying. It's becoming a legally punishable offense in places in Europe now. Like, I so agree it, with it to a certain extent if it pertains to, like, stalking. Like, you get somebody's personal information and harass them on Facebook and start to relay that over into real life. Yeah, that's online, That's actual fucking harassment. But somebody calling you a wanker on a form or saying that you're a giant piece of shit or some other bad words on, like, Reddit or 4chan or wherever, that's not fucking harassment. That's just people calling you a fucking dick because they have that right to call you a fucking dick if you act like a fucking dick. And if you don't like being called a fucking dick, then stop acting like a fucking dick or go somewhere else on the internet. Yeah, well, obviously, it seems Steam really lost um, a big loss on their end. Right, I'm not going to use Steam anymore because of this. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> at the bottom, Wait, they have they're very They're very clearly singling out just this developer. They don't say that Ubisoft ever. Right. Yeah. Jeez. God, these games look all so bad. Oh, my God. These games look terrible. But you can get a 50-game bundle from them. Their Super Mega Bundle for 20 bucks. What? I, I'm sure they're just one of those devs that profit off of YouTubers when I play their shitty games and go, oh my God, this is so bad. And then I, that's why I thought this whole thing was a publicity stunt. But if their games are actually pulled from Steam, um, maybe instead of suing Valve, they, well, maybe they sued Valve, but then they under the table like, hey guys, no, actually, this is just a joke. Can you just play along? We'll pretend like we got beaten down by you. Dude, you have to look at the title cards for their fucking games on their store. This shit is ridiculous. Forest ambient music player... Grimhim's Journey, Withering Kingdom, Flurry of Andrews, One Ball to Win, Ocean Ambient Player. A lot of ambient players, probably better than their actual games. <laughs> Coastal Carnage, that's a good title. ELT, oh, I get it, it's like FTL, but shit. The extra oh, the Extra Large Testicle! It's it's a play on E.T., the Extra Large Yeah, yeah I, I know, but it, the, for, the, like, the font looks like FTL with like a planet no. in the background and stuff. Hovering Heli Death. 
Sarah to the Rescue 5, Hungry Snakes. God damn it. That just sounds like a porno right there, Sarah to the Rescue 5, Hungry Snakes. Assault on Orion 7 is very clearly looks like they just copied and pasted and plagiarized something from Tron Legacy. Temper Tantrum, not my crapper. Sarah to the Rescue 2, Hungry Lions. Well, at least they made full sequels, not just DLC. That's true. Sarah yeah. to the Rescue 4, Hungry Kangaroos. Oh, some solid combat. Mini Attack Submarine. I love the uh, aerial font for the title card. <laughs> right. Like, even their title cards look like they put no development time into them. <laughs> Daisy's Sweet Time Cupcake Mania. Daisy's Sweet Time Cupcake Mania 3. And it's just the same picture with, like, a different background. Sarah to the Rescue 4, Hungry Kangaroos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah to the Rescue 3, Hungry Zebras. Oh, God. Scroll down until you get to a fight in the garden. That is the best. Oh, I just part. found it. Yeah, that looks like some Mortal Kombat shit. Oh my god. Oh, the trail. Oh, Jesus, the screen caps are so bad. <laughs> oh. Thank you for this gift, Digital Homicide. This is the yeah, best I'm, thing you could get in the world. You know, I, I think I'll go back and I think this actually was publicity. I wouldn't even be looking at these games if it wasn't for them. Maybe they gave up on selling on Steam and they just said, fuck it, if we just write this right now, we can get people to go to our digital store and buy our bullshit so they can play it and complain about it. And they'll get more money that way, because Steam won't be taking a cut. Maybe they'll make their own DRM service and be the heroes we deserve. Look up the game on Steam called Badass Babes. Uh, I hope it has a big, attractive, attracts a plot with a name like that. What's it called again? Battle Babes? Badass Babes. Badass Babes. I like how the second one is Duke Nukem Forever when I search for this. <laughs> oh, I like that skirt. Oh, I like that top. Fuck yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Holy shit, this is, I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> She's flashing the zombies. All this needs is full sex scenes, and I'd, I'd buy it right now. Yeah, well, they look like porn stars, and they just cast it into this. <laughs> Top Raider view, still more entertaining than No Man's Sky. <laughs> and it just finished the game and cannot wait for the sequel. I like how the Asian's chick name is Asia, apparently. <laughs> They didn't even bother name or like China or something. Nope, because it's Lola Gugo, and then you get to the third one, and it's Asia. <laughs> I love that. I like this game. I'm going to buy it. How much is it? Oh, 10 bucks. Oh, that's too much. Maybe I'll put it yeah, on my wish list. Oh, yeah, yeah, way too much. Like, wait, for, I'll, wait for a sale. I'll pay a quarter for this. I'll pay two quarters. It'll be in some humble bundle eventually, maybe. Be like oh, the I'm next sure. sexy bundle. You know, I was going to bring up the whole Valve review system story thing, but I, I kind of just don't want to because that's like a serious topic, and I don't feel like being serious right now. Neither do I. But I will say, apparently, they uh, backpedaled for some reason. What's going on? Here we go. The story was that Valve changed the default review display, like the the overall review score was based on Steam keys purchased, not keys redeemed through like Humble Bundle or G2A. And I actually kind of like this idea because the reason they did this was to prevent developers from handing out free keys to a bunch of viral marketers and then having them go review up their game, which makes complete complete sense. Now, obviously, most people took this as, well, you're invalidating all these other people who bought the game saying that their reviews don't count. But the thing is, this was just a filter. And the default was that it only shows keys bought directly through Steam. But you can still show all reviews regardless of purchase method. It's just the one that shows up like, in the store while you're scrolling will only be whoever bought it directly through them. I think that would do more good than harm. Yeah, I get what people are saying. Like, I want my opinion to be heard. But you need to think about it for a second. If It's like exactly like they said. If they could give out a bunch of free keys in exchange for a good review, all you're going to get is a ton of astroturfing, which is already fucking everywhere on the internet as it is. We don't fucking need to encourage it and have even more of it. Right. Criticisms against it were fair. I just felt like Valve was actually doing genuine good with this or at least trying to because my distrust for developers and publishers is much greater than my interest in seeing everyone's review on the same level because whatever i can bother to spend two whole seconds going down and clicking the show all reviews if i'm curious enough right. uh, today's tweaks to the system walk those changes back somewhat with valve now defaulting to have all reviews shown on a store page if you prefer to only see the reviews from key activations or steam customers you can now choose that option so, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter. Maybe it's better this way. Sweater, it's a matter of preference, and I guess the matter of preference was to have it this way, so fine. But the option is good, regardless. Yeah, I mean, I think by making the default the, you know, bad one, it discourages people going through the 
effort to try and astroturf. Yeah. So this is the option there to view all of them. This is as close to the best of both worlds as we're going to get. So I mean, they're leaving it up to your jurisdiction, and that's the good thing about it. End of serious topic. God, that was hard. I had to put forth effort effort and everything. Here's another serious talk. Death Stranding will be launching in 2020 before the Tokyo Olympics. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it's going to take that long. Yeah, that's that's kind of bold to say we've got this four-year development window completely planned out and it'll be out right on time. I'll bet you anything it gets delayed. Four years, Hideo Kojima? Nah, it'll be at least eight. It'll be funny if Sony, like, extradites Kojima too. Like halfway into this, like oh fuck it, never mind. You guys can have him back. And like no, we don't want him. You keep him. He's like hey uh, Nintendo, like no 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 no, stay over there. And then he opens up an indie studio and fucking god, I don't know. He has enough cult worshippers that people would just donate to his Kickstarter regardless, and then he just blow all the money on fucking the opening cutscene or something. He do a Kickstarter for the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, like he put up a Kickstarter that's just him asking for money. Be like. I want to do a Kickstarter, but in order to have a big, successful Kickstarter, I need a really awesome trailer that gets yeah. my idea for the game across. And I have, like, really shitty, like, hand-drawn sketches. He's like, obviously, you can see I'm not an artist, but here's the general idea I'm going for. Now, if you give me enough money, I can hire real artists and make a super awesome trailer. I'm just asking for $10 million. Guys, this is Kojima we're talking about. It'll be worth it. And he'd get it. He'd get the $10 million. And then, like, two years later, the trailer would come out. And he'd be like, all right. As you can see from this trailer, I have a really good game in mind. All I need is $2 billion. (laughs) And then in 2042. Hey, if someone was going to make the most expensive game ever made, Kojima probably wouldn't be the worst at it. You could give it to Bungie and Activision, who spent $100 million marketing Destiny, and the game was unfinished. (laughs) I'll just say right now, that's the game I've been playing this week. I'm playing through the main story. I'll probably have it finished by next week. You're playing Destiny? Jesus Christ, yeah. I. How have you not killed yourself? Fascination. This is, this is it. This I got... This is, the, this is the step before you finally do it, isn't it? Maybe. We've joked I, about I, it this entire time. I, I've, Ryan, I love you. Just so you know. Just remember that. I, I've tried the game like three times, and it, it's kind of like the Star Trek Online sort of effect on me, where it's like, this is a really bad game, objectively. I know why people like it. I think it's dumb but people still like it. And I just, I want to feel what they feel. I want to understand this part of human psychology that just makes people want to go towards this and spend time with it. And the more time I spend with it, the more I hate it and the more I loathe it. And yet the more fascinated I continue to get with it, the deeper I want to go. It's, it's something really genuinely sick. What do you think about it? The farther I get into destiny, the more and more I realize how like this game, I thought it was bad before. I didn't realize that it's, like Jesus Christ! Like I'll just yeah, I'll, I I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Like I'll I can't wait. I just can't wait for the review. Like there are I've I've gone into it far enough. I can say there's things about it I like, but then when you just look at the whole big picture of what that game is, what it turned out as, I'm at the point where I think I understand conceptually what they were planning with this game, and it's kind of awesome what they wanted it to be. But then you look at what it actually is, and I just I can't imagine. Like why do people play this? Why didn't Did everyone just all collectively stop playing this? Why didn't they all file a negative review on Metacritic? Give it a one out of ten. Tell Activision you fucked up, and then Bungie can go fuck off and go make good games again or something. But now they're going to be stuck making this fucking shitty game for the next decade. I don't understand. Isn't the basic idea of the game just like, hey, Borderlands is good but kind of shitty. Let's just make a really, really good Borderlands. It's like Borderlands with multiplayer, except not really. There's other people around you. Like I'll say, the great thing about the game I've discovered so far is when you're just running around a hub area. And there's just other players running around and occasionally one will start some event or something and you can run over and go help them. And then you kind of in this brief moment have sort of this, I hate that I'm about to call it this, but I don't know what else called very Dark Souls-y like experience where you just kind of temporarily run into another player and work together. And then you beat the thing and then you get a thing that does nothing, but at least you felt good like being a part of a little thing with some random stranger. And then you do your little dance animations back and forth and then you go on your merry way. Like that's kind of cool. I had that experience yesterday. Uh, that lasted like a good three minutes. And now I don't think there's anything in the rest of the game for me to experience other than <laughs> I'm just playing through the main story and leveling up, collecting slightly bigger guns, getting a feel for all of them. It feels oh, good. Do you want to do the raids? No, I don't. <laughs> because I don't want to take the time from my life to get up. Like, And not only that, I don't want to force three other people to take time from their lives to join with me. That's what's really sick about this game. Is like the only way you can really play it to its full potential is to get four people together to play it. But that's like mm-hmm. you need four incredibly stupid people to n- stop doing meaningful things with their time to sit down and play this game. It's like if I could get four people together, I'd rather play Left 4 Dead or something. 
Another game I don't even really like that much, but I'd still rather be playing this with people than Destiny. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Andrew. I'm hoping to know by the end. Like, I know why people say they like Destiny, but I don't... I understand, but I don't They understand. like the idea of Destiny more than they like Destiny? No, not even that. It's deeper than that. It's something genuinely psychological. It's more than buyer's remorse. It goes deeper than marketing. It's something that I've never understood before because any other mass-marketed game, like No Man's Sky comes out, it shits a brick, and then everyone goes about their business. But people are still playing Destiny. People are still bitching about Destiny. People are still going into forums complaining about how Destiny sucks years after it came out. I, I refuse to believe that these are all people who just have nothing else they could be doing or other games they could be playing. It's incredible. And I want to understand. I'm on a journey to understand. Well, I, I hope you do understand and you can give it to... You know, this is... I think I probably just exp- I probably just explained everything I'm going to next week. Oh, well, you I, the thing that's baffling is I don't know a single person that just came around and said Destiny's great. I love Destiny. Destiny's a good game for this and this reason. I've heard a lot of people defend it, like apologize for it, and say no, it's not that great. But I, you know, I still just like playing it. Like the best answer I ever got from my friend Max when I, he was playing Destiny with a bunch of guys, and I was like, "Why do you play it? Do you like it?" And he's like, "No, I really don't like it at all." I'm like, well, "Is any part of it fun?" And he's like, "No." I'm like. What is it about it that keeps you playing? He's like, I don't know. I just, I just do. And then, like, eventually he said, "Well, it's, I don't know. It's because my friends are playing, it and I like to be competitive with them." I'm like, okay, so it's like a mob mentality. Like, you're all in it, so you got to keep doing it. No one can grow the balls to pull each other out of it. Is that it? But now I'm playing it. I have no one else playing it. Like, I have no friends playing it, but I'm still playing it. I was sitting on my couch every day. My wife comes home. I'm playing Destiny, and she's like, "You're playing this shit again." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, oh my god, I'm becoming them. I don't know why I'm fucking playing this shit, but I'm doing it. I'm not enjoying it. It's not a good game. I can list a million reasons why it fucking sucks. But it's almost like I'm getting joy out of seeing it suck. It's almost like something depraved. Like, I'm playing this really shitty game made by this really great developer that went to a really shitty publisher and probably gutted the entire development team. I watched this documentary from Bungie when they were like making Halo 3 and just listening to them talk about how they will design beautiful, incredible in-game landscapes, but if they play it and it's not fun, they'll scrap the whole thing and start over. And it's like with Destiny, they must have gone with the exact opposite approach or something just went completely fucking backwards. And like, it makes sense. All these people are leaving Bungie. All these like heads of the studio are leaving. It's like this incredible fucking disaster. Again, like, No Man's Sky, it's like you just play it like, oh, yeah, it's just a disappointing over high piece of shit. But Destiny, there's something way more fascinating than that. It was, like, designed to be addictive, but it wasn't. But you're still fascinated by that aspect, and it's... I, I got to give it another week. I got to get to the bottom of it, if there is a bottom to it. I don't know. This could be it. Maybe I'll just start playing Destiny every week from now on. And I'll, like, a year I'm, from now, I'll be like, I'm still playing Destiny, and I want to die. I believe in you, Ryan. Yeah. I guess that's it. I can sign off this podcast on that note. Oh, I have a, I actually have a funny story to tell. Okay, cool. I came home from work, turned on my computer. First thing I did, uh, I don't know, I went to the bathroom or something. I came out and I hear the sound in my living room going, and I'm like, that's either my computer about to blow up or that's a loud truck parked outside my window. Please be a truck. Please be a truck. Please be a truck. I come out. It's my computer, but it's actually just my fan. So I turn off the computer. I pull off the fan. I clean it put it back in, starts making the noise again. I go, okay, the bearings are probably fucked. I just need a new fan. I go on Amazon, buy a new fan. Like five seconds after I click the order button, the fan stops making the noise. <laughs> and it's still it's still fine. It has been well, fine ever since. So well, It's probably good to have that fan available because it's going to happen oh, again. Oh, yeah, you could always use a spare, but I was just saying, like, this is just, this is like the life of being an adult right here. No, what actually like, happened was Amazon knew you would do that because of all the... Uh, all the data mining Windows gets from your PC. Right. Amazon know Amazon just knows that you're that kind of person. So they hacked your computer and sped up the fan on purpose. And then as soon as the order was complete, they're like, okay, we no longer need to be fucking with this fan. Microsoft dropped support for Windows 7. So Amazon wormed their way into my Windows 7 build. And then, yeah, right. Exactly. Good enough for me. And you know who's okay with this? Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton both. They're actually secretly married. Bill Clinton is nothing but a dummy. Sure. No matter who you elect. Everything's going to be over this year. They've already won. The lizard people have won. If we combined our human entities together, could we run for president? We're not lizard people. Only lizard people can run for president. How do we become lizard people? You have to be born a lizard person, dumbass. You can't just change into a lizard person. 
Well, maybe if I beat Destiny, I'll become a lizard person. That'd be cool. Maybe that's why people are playing Destiny. It's turning them into lizard people. Maybe, it's like I said, the rabbit hole probably goes further than we can possibly comprehend. So, uh, final topic. Very important one. I was, you know, running behind, coming home, really stressed out, dealing with all the construction on the road. I was like, fuck it. I'm just getting Taco Bell. I don't give a fuck. Go to Taco Bell. I ordered two AM Crunch Wraps off their breakfast menu. Eight dollars. Eight fucking dollars for two AM Crunch Wraps. What the fuck has happened to Taco Bell? What the fuck is happening to my country? <clears throat> I'm sure you remember this jingle. Five. Five dollar. Five dollar foot lawn. It was everywhere for the better part of a decade. Everybody knows that fucking song. Except apparently not anymore because fucking Subway, I got a foot lawn and it was like 10 bucks. <laughs> and that's like $3 more than Jimmy John's. I wish superior I had sandwich. Jimmy John's here. I love Jimmy John's. I'm pretty mm. sure the mayonnaise they use for Jimmy John's is they just fucking like take a loaf of bread and just masturbate Jimmy John himself with it. I, and he just like fills it up with jizz. That and that's could, the mayonnaise yeah. they use for every sandwich. It could be because I can't put my finger on it why Jimmy John's is so good. There's just something about biting into it that just like makes love to your face. And I've, heard, I've heard from people that Jersey Mike's is actually better. It depends. Honestly, like, Jer- have you been to Jersey Mike's? No, there's one that's not even remotely close to my house. Like, I'd have to drive for, like, 15 minutes to get it. And I'm almost tempted to just drive 15 minutes to get a fucking sandwich. Uh, if you went a little bit out of your way, there's one in the Woodenville area where I live. But That's uh, the one I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. There's also one right next to where we work, but you have to go in the reverse direction a bit. It's in the Redmond Town area. I've only gone there once when we just got off of work so late that they were open. But the way I would describe Jersey Mike's is that their sandwiches are fucking huge, and they put tons of sauces on them. Like, they're really flavorful sandwiches like very safe like you can have whatever you want like they make them like the jersey style or something but the thing is like there's so much flavor to it it's kind of overwhelming and i I, I don't like that yeah i only eat like half of it and a good it's such a big sandwich i always have like the second half for breakfast the next morning but it's like something that i only get when jimmy john's as rare as this ever happens does not sound good to me and i'll be like you know what jersey mike's though that sounds good i'll have a jersey mike's but honestly one of the reasons i prefer jimmy john's over them among many other reasons, is the fact that Jersey Mike's is like they're... I think they're kind of trying to compete with Jimmy John's. You know, the Jimmy John's style is like... It's like a very proactive, live-your-life sort of attitude. You go in there, there's like all the motivational things everywhere. But like good motivational things, not like the bullshit, your special snowflake motivation. Like, oh, like just right, like, yeah. Like, like, the, like the life lessons and stuff. Be, like Yeah, like the be a decent human being, don't be a piece of shit stuff. That's yeah, kind of yeah, obvious, like, but... Yeah, like, uh, like just things that are like actual beneficial. The like Jersey Mike's, like their style is... They're like really social. Like they train their... <laughs> They train the people behind the counter to like have a conversation with you, like ask you how your day oh. is and how's it going. Like oh, they, no. they, yeah, they like no. want to be your friend. That's no, why. I, that's why I don't. No. <laughs> that's why I don't go in there because I always go there after work where I'm just like fuck everything. I just want my food and go home and just be a lazy, angry asshole. I go in there like, hey, what's up? Good morning. How's it going? You know, how's your day? What you got planned for this evening? I'm like fucking just give me. And you, you got to put you got to put on like a fucking mask and do that fake smile. Yeah. Like, hey. And it's like, how's your day going? It's like, oh, it's going good. Are you excited for work? Actually, I just got off. Oh my God, you work nice. That's so interesting. Yeah, I work yeah. nice. Oh. Yeah. And one thing that I get self-conscious about is when people who work at fast food restaurants recognize me. I never... <laughs> Yes, I One time I went through a McDonald's drive-thru and the guy I knew from high school was working there. And my first thought was like, well, this is the last time I'm coming to this McDonald's. <laughs> I feel like such a piece of shit to go somewhere so often while they'll like begin to know me and they'll like be able to like, <laughs> like smile and like know what my order is before I even go there. And yeah, that was the thing about Jersey Mike's is like they're trained to remember you and like befriend you and stuff. So I never, I go there. Oh, no. I only go there once I'm positive that whoever was working there the last time I went has probably moved on by now. That, that's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you love that, if you love having conversations, getting to know the people who make your food, then you'll love Jersey Mike's. But Jersey Mike's like, sounds like something that started on the East Coast or it, in, oh, it, it started It started in like LA or something, California. Yeah, they south got, or they yeah, got not like, here. Yeah, they got like surfboards and stuff, and they're yeah, it's 
Yeah, Jimmy John's is much more my style. I like Jimmy John's because it's like, can I get this with this? And they're like, okay, it's this much. I'm like, cool, thanks. And yep. they're like, here it'll be right up. And, and I, then I walk over there, and the guy doesn't even say anything. He just like holds out his hand with the sandwich, and I grab the sandwich and then I leave. Yeah, perfect. Like efficiency is their thing. Like, exactly. The, like the fastest subs you can possibly make, and like you know they're polite, but they don't waste their time. They don't have confidence. They're like, yo, like uh, here's a sandwich. Have a good day. And like, yeah, thanks. And like, thank you. And you know, whatever. It's I that, like that. that is something that like really drives me nuts. Is like you know, be nice. But I hate when people are like the politeness or the nicety where it starts to waste time. Yeah. Like like that with your friends because you're willing to make time with your friends. But it's like just random strange people. It's like, I don't need to make small talk with you. I don't give a shit about you. I can't really fault them for that either, though, because, you know, most people love that shit. Most yeah, people most, love being pander to you like right. that. So it's like. And I acknowledge I'm not most people. I know. No, you and I, we're men. We fucking work our asses off. And then when we go somewhere, we just want our fucking sandwich. No questions asked. Just give us our fucking food. Here's our money. Bye. But that's not how it goes for most people. Most people want to go and befriend everybody. And fuck that. Fuck making friends. Fuck being happy. Just, just want to give, give me my fucking sandwich. I just want to go home. I want to sit my fat ass down on my couch. I want to put on Netflix. I want to watch a little bit of a TV show while I eat my goddamn sandwich. And then I want to go take a shower and fall asleep and take a fucking sweet nap. And don't forget the part where you cry a little bit. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I meant by when I take a shower. Okay. (laughs) I I, I just, I just turn on the water as hot as I can so I can sear the pain and misery (laughs) from my soul while I curl up on the ground of the shower in the fetal position. And I just sob really fucking hard. And then after a while, somebody will knock on me like, is everything okay in there? And I'm like, it's fine. Go away. Yes. Yes. All right. I think it's time for a shower. Yeah. It's time for a shower. If you've listened to this podcast, thank you very much for listening. Uh, We (laughs) have... If you've listened to this podcast or any of our podcasts, sincerely thank you. Hey, Ryan, where can they find us? You can subscribe, stream, or download our podcast via the RSS feed on explosionofhappiness.com. You can also find a podcast on iTunes or streamer content through YouTube under the channel Explosion of Happiness. That'll be all. Thank you for listening. And until next week, goodbye. Did you see that Sonic convention they just had? For Sonic's, like, 25th anniversary or something. No. It's pretty fucking cringe. They actually had, like, Crush 40, the band that did all the music come out. Yeah. And it just, oh, my God. They had a guy in a Sonic suit that couldn't see where he was walking, so they had to, like, <laughs> guide him to the stage. <laughs> and then it would just, like, abruptly cut to some, like, marketing pitch for these pizza rolls, and there was, like, a guy trying to, like, talk up the pizza rolls like, oh, yeah, these are great. Oh, man, it's delicious. It's, it's, I just oh. looked up Crush 40, and they pretty much look exactly how I expected them to look. Yeah. They were and enthusiastic. It's just the... Oh. I have nothing against Crush 40 themselves. Like, their yeah. music is what it is. Yeah, I liked them when I was younger. And the thing mm-hmm. I kind of realized, like, a part of adulthood is you you look at, like, your library of music you listen to in high school, and they're like, holy shit. Yeah, there's some stuff that I still like. Like Lincoln Park, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I find that the the artists that actually change and adapt tend to stay good, mm-hmm. even when they change in ways that piss it. Like I was listening to Nine Inch Nails' first two albums, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is like, this is too angsty for me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's just too much. Did you know about this music video they made in 1992? No. I almost want to save this story for later because it's something I actually want to. I'll have to show it to you. But there was a, there was a, a, a like a, it was like a, whatever you call it. It's where they have like a collection of music videos where they like make a set of music videos for an album. And okay. this is like their second album, where the Downward Spiral or something. And Trent Reznor apparently made a snuff film. And it was just the music video too. I don't remember if it was like Gave Up or Wish or whatever song it was. But the entire music video was just a guy being tortured to death and like nice. mutilated. And 
the thing is, like, this was just an urban legend for, like, two decades because this never got, like, an official release, and it, there's no way it would. And people asked Reznor over the decade, does it exist, first of all, and eventually he confirmed it. It, d- it did exist, but he never said why it existed or why he made it, and people theorized he made it as, like, a way to, like, give to a record company or something just to piss them off because he hates record companies and he they thought maybe it was a way he was trying to make his band completely unmarketable or something that no one would want to touch but then like that no one knows that that's a, if that's the truth because he's never confirmed or denied it but the one thing we do know is that he only made copies of it on VHS and gave it out to his close friends and he changed a certain frame on every single music tape he handed out so that if somebody copied the tape and started distributing it without his permission, he'd basically be able to find out the loose ties in his relationships. And someone eventually Uh, did. uh, And he found out who was releasing his shit without his permission. But the tape itself was still impossible to find. And for like two decades, it was just like this urban myth. And I think just like two years ago or something, the Nine Inch Nails Twitter page put it up on Vimeo. And then Vimeo pulled it instantly because of the material in it. And they're like, well, we tried. And then I think someone finally put it in archive.org. So I actually watched it it's fucking something. It's fucking insane. I mean, it's right up there with like, you know, movies like a Serbian film that are like shock exportation movies. It's one of those, but I've never actually watched one of those. There's a music video to happiness and slavery where a guy gets naked and sits in like this torture chair. And at first it's just like the thing is like poking and stabbing him and like pulling on his dick and stuff. And eventually it just fucking like shoves like this, fucking saw grinder thing straight onto his ball sack, carves up his fucking, like, I just like when the guy's like having orgasms while it's happening. The one that came up after that was just straight up the guy getting tortured to death. And like, I just remember as the music was going and like the imagery of this guy just getting carved up and stuff. And just my brain just kind of started shutting down. And then the video just ends like cuts to black. Nine Inch Nails of 1992, ladies and gentlemen, they used to be kind of fucking insane compared to now. Now he's actually like mentally healthy, but it's really funny. Yeah, it's so weird to look at a picture of Trent Reznor nowadays because he looks like a functioning member of society. Yeah, I actually like his modern music. It's like a lot more upbeat. And yeah, a lot of people are thinking the reason why he never wanted to talk about this video he made was maybe because he was trying to clean up his image and he didn't want people to know about it. But now he's like, you know, he's come out and confessed to making it. Right. This is the thing I did, but it's like he's he's not he's not who he was back in the 90s. So yeah. Yeah, he's well. He's not an AC little shit anymore. <laughs> right. He don't, and he looks good with the fucking beard. I think like he looks like yeah. he looks like he'd be a what's his name, Gerard Butler double almost. Yeah. But yeah, then you look at him back in the nineties, and he looks like such an angsty shit. Like, and then I realized, you know, that's how I used to dress and look like. So, <laughs> the uh, first music video in that. Uh, collaboration it was just a normal one i forget what song it was it was just them in like a bondage dungeon like dressed in like trash bags like like just fucking like thrashing and stuff in like some fucking like mad max setting i'm like yeah that sounds just, right honest nails has changed so much but yeah you should come over and have a beer and we should watch it together sometime and just go holy awesome. shit yeah. yeah and then we can we'll watch the gamergate fucking special victims unit csi whatever after that that'll be like a good up upbeat thing afterwards but Sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I'm going to go. Now. Go and go and cry in the shower. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the Bye. same. Bye. Bye.